0: starting to get real sick and tired of you being in Atlanta, Georgia, Chris. What's going on over here? How's our construction? How's our remodel? We getting we getting close? That
1: makes two of us uh my Shout out my to friend. Linda,
0: your mom, who's listening right now in one of her patented Linda Black Power walks, <laughs> getting a chuckle out of that. Of course she doesn't want Chris to go away forever of course not what, what what's that what's the saying girl don't go uh, girl don't go away mad just go away something like that I don't yeah know.
1: i think that could i think that could be it i mean basically we're looking at <clears throat> a slight delay but obviously with um with our packed how long gone live schedule uh the return to la is imminent and we will be staying in a hotel uh while the uh while the renovations are finished we're just a few days behind which is Better than what most people told me, which was like, it's going to be three months late. It's going to cost an extra $100,000, but I'm not going to count those Well, eggs. you know,
0: this the smoke hasn't settled all the way yet, Chris. Don't, don't count your, your mm-hmm. uh, drywall chickens before they've hatched. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'll, of course, be throwing up a prayer to the big man upstairs. Mm-hmm. We want to go ahead and get Brother Black's uh, home remodel all done so he can move in. We can't have him living in a hotel out of a suitcase. That's crazy. Even if it is a luxury suite with a spacious
1: amount of square footage, uh, seven hundred fifty square feet in the at the beautiful Astor on Hollywood and Vine. It could be worse. But I think that the um, nothing junior about this suite. <laughs> the packed the packed schedule that awaits me for the next you know couple months it is looming, and I would like to be. In, uh, in beautiful Los Angeles at the home base, but duty calls, Jason. This is what it's like to be a man on the go, a small business owner.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I talk about sometimes this is reminding me of something that I'll talk about. Like when we're on the airplane together and you will buy the internet so you can text, you know, Twitter links to your friends and I, or, you know, do your special emails that are important and I will. Choose to go airplane mode. So then, once wheels finally touch down in Tampa, I hit the the airplane mode off button, and it's like pulling that slot machine over in Vegas, cha-ching, cha-ching. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering that once you finally touch base back in LA, mm-hmm. is uh is the grinder app gonna kind of feel the same? Because you've been sort of <laughs> wading your way through the same five bottoms in uh in yeah, the, in the no. little five points area.
1: <laughs> First of all, I would like to, to say to, to
0: to borrow a pun from your construction team, I don't think there's any more holes to fill. No, I mean
1: I I understand what you're saying. Luckily, I am in the gayest city in America, so that's actually not a problem. And you will <laughs> you will catch me over in Midtown any night of the week over at Blake's. Shout out to Andrews. Uh, no, but the um <laughs> I am uh yes I'm going to like I'm going to get into a car crash going to Shintaro. I'm going to oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely OD. I'm going to spend $1,000 at Erwan One just to do it. There are going to be some things I need to do when I return to to sophisticated society. But <laughs> I have enjoyed this time, um, and I've been able to focus on you know the, the things that I enjoy, like I do everywhere. I prioritize my fitness, of course. Mm-hmm. I've sampled some new and fun local eateries. I've connected with friends new and old. Um, I've seen a lot of live music, mm-hmm. so I'm not looking at this as an L. I'm looking at this as just another speed bump in the road of life, you know. And that's the best I no, can do. No, this
0: you you did a healthy pivot, and what you're going to be back here in what like a week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send me your um, send me your flight number and stuff. I'll be there.
1: Okay, cool. Thanks, dude. Uh, we're going to the uh, Taschen Wise wedding mm-hmm. uh before, which is going which is going to be a runway. Uh, of sorts, and I'm only obviously I'm living out of a remova I only have so much stuff, so I am going to lose to Jake Gallagher, who will I'm sure be wearing some, you know, Yama Yoji Yamamoto with like holes in it, you know. And and I I'm I'm feeling well, under underdressed, but I think I'll have to just pull off my classic Chris looks.
0: Jake is sample size, so it'll be a lot easier for him to do pulls for this. Whereas that's true, you know, even if you could that's get true. stuff sent over it probably wouldn't fit those big kind of brawny shoulders of yours. Am I
1: wrong? I know. And the real, real, the shipping is obviously a little slow, so I wasn't able to kind of go through my Tom (laughs) Ford-era Gucci stuff. But, you know, I mean, it's fine. It's not a big deal. No, I I
0: felt the same way. friend of the show, Yoram, who got married, uh, I guess, a week or two ago, he invited me to his wedding last minute i'm assuming so we could talk about it on this podcast um the only reason why we really get invited to anything nowadays it's true still um i I was sort of feeling the same dilemma when i where i was like well i mean i'm gonna be in atlanta like could this work you know he was getting married in louisville kentucky that's not a very far flight
1: over from atl right no louisville louisville's driving distance if it's crazy fest 1999 Uh, you know I don't know about today but it <laughs> okay. was driving distance yeah
0: trunk full of public pub subs and we'll get there <laughs> yeah um, but but I had the same dilemma I knew that this wedding was gonna be really 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 be dressing like costume costumery mm-hmm. and I don't I just don't think the uh, the Haynes beefy tea was gonna cut it so so I, I I quickly took those ideas out of my head so I mean this is going to be a similar level. Wedding in terms of like, you got to really splash out with some like special unique looks, right? Maybe we could see if Alec Monopoly could kind of touch that one of those uh, tom brown skirts
1: just make it oh i, I can make it yeah, you th- th- like you're just a customer but once again chris gets a custom from alec monopoly <laughs> um that's true I, i'm more of a mr brainwash guy you know that
0: what year is it
1: <sighs> yeah so i'm just i'm preparing for that obviously i'm gonna ask my mom to iron all of my suiting which is going to be a humbling experience uh but you know it's it's this is this is 40 <laughs> as they say but i did want to no i don't want to that the, is
0: not 40 this is forty is when your mummy stop ironing your clothes, just to be clear.
1: Oh, I look, I do I get VIP treatment kind of wherever I go. Sometimes I pay for it, sometimes I'm born with it, and that's just kind of how it is, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you.
0: No, I mean, I appreciate I think it's kind of hot and uh I don't know. It has like a weird sexual energy to sort of have this like special little man kink that you guys have going on you know where
1: (laughs) i am i am the beyonce of the family Mm -hmm. and i'm also the special little man and i have no there's no shame in that
0: no 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 you think the crusts are going to come off this pb and j themselves
1: i did want to say we we finally completed the how long gone uh booking bermuda triangle for how long gone live (laughs) and i'm very proud of myself so i'm patting myself on my back uh, you can't hear it, um, but I, I did want to make the final announcement, uh, the final show uh, of the, the New York and L.A. Uh, tour, the, the final show of the Subway series at the beautiful Music Hall of Williamsburg. Uh, we will be joined by uh, actress, uh, model, writer, uh, friend of the show, Hari Neff. Barbie girl. Hari Neff will be joining us at Music Hall of Williamsburg. Uh, the week before, Allison Roman will be with us at Bowery Ballroom. If you're in L.A., mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have Joe Mandy with us at the Troubadour and then uh, John Early with us at the Lodge Room. Um, so get those tickets now. We're ordering merch. Shit is getting mm-hmm. real over here. And I have multiple full-time jobs, so I'm feeling <laughs> a little stressed.
0: Yeah, of, of course, the Troubadour show is sold out, and the other ones are, are getting on their way. And we will be having an after-party at the lod- uh, the Lodge Room show in Highland Park. Uh, next door at burger Lords, so like we said get a cat sitter you know get your microdose mushrooms because you're gonna you're gonna do a lot of standing around in highland park and it's gonna be fun you're gonna need to also find some fun playful looks for that and <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. if you if you don't have time to secure anything from suit supply then uh, <laughs> luckily our merch table will be accepting uh credit cards uh not cash of
1: course uh, <laughs> oh god not suit supply <laughs> Okay. 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 Um, we do, we do have a guest say as well, Jason. This is another, another, a, a friend of the show that hasn't been on yet, just because we were able to build with him mm-hmm. IRL before, before we, uh, invited him on the show. But Orville Peck, you guys know the, uh, South African, uh, singer, songwriter, mask wearer. Mm -hmm. It looks like there's a low ticket warning because he has a uh, rodeo of his own at the Greek Theater. I saw that. I hope we can go to that because I would love to see what an an Orville Peck rodeo consists of. I'll
0: tell you exactly what it will consist of, Chris. Okay. Okay. Because we've been to the Greek Theater for a country music concert before. Remember when we saw Casey Musgraves there? So this will be exactly like the Casey Musgraves concert, except there will be no straight white USC students okay well that then I'm out no 19 year old chicas on their bachelorette vibes it's going to be you know it's going to be a lot of rough trade that <laughs> where we were safe at the Casey Musgraves show I don't know if we would be yeah. as safe at the Overville Peck
1: rodeo we were so safe at the Casey Musgraves show that I was kind of disappointed True, like it was it was so it was it was literally like who are these weird old guys was the vibe at Casey Musgraves <laughs> which is which is like I, I don't mind feeling that in some instances but I felt like Musgraves Uh, You know, I don't know. I I just feel like yeah, because
0: I guess if you're if you're like a hot twenty one year old person who's cool and woke and young, and you see us, well, I mean, it's lose lose. It's like you guys, you guys are here because you think she's hot, ooh, or it's like, wait, you guys like this music, ooh, yeah. There's no no win. There's no win.
1: There's, is your are you dropping your kids off, yeah. and you didn't want to wait in the car, or what's going on? It was not the best. It was not the. I mean, she was great because that when she was still making good music. But anyway, <laughs> let's um let's give or, or Orville a a jingle, see what he's been up to, um, and uh, see if we can get secure tickets to this rodeo with the Greek. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason.
0: BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So, for maybe the first half of our suite sessions, we're spent off obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, (laughs) car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists you get one that you really like you guys are gossiping you guys are chit chatting you guys are talking about your personal interests next thing you know it's time to actually do the work so it feels good building those uh mental health relationships with people you actually like and on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from
1: i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash how long. Nice. How long gone is brought to you by Neutrophil. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health.
0: R A F O L, I got Raf on the nut dot com promo code How Long. That's neutrophil.com dot com promo code long?
1: Cause Orville, sometimes on this podcast we get professional musicians and they want to talk to us like from a Samsung Galaxy in their bathroom with no headphones.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. That's sort of me. I don't have a Samsung. <laughs> I don't have a Samsung, but like
1: you are gonna be that bitch.
2: Yeah, like I, I'm kind of analog.
1: You know what I mean? Well, you know, cowboy. Are you a laptop or are you a guy that uses just an iPad?
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm not like I'm not a boomer. I'm not like I, I don't have an iPad. But like I have a, a laptop. I, I have a laptop. It's an air mac or whatever
0: <laughs> macbook air so yeah. is it is it steam powered steam powered maybe
2: <laughs> exactly it's like the wild, wild west <laughs> no, no no it's um uh, but i do i drive a, a really old car and the funny thing is my boyfriend has a tesla and so we're always laughing because like mm-hmm. i get in his tesla and i'm like i feel like i need like a phd you know like mm-hmm. the screen is so overwhelming to me because my car is like from the '70s, there's no aircon or anything, so it's you know it's like there's only two options. It's like drive or park, like,
0: <laughs> <essentially>. <laughs> When I want to reverse, I yeah, just you have, you to have roll two buttons. Yeah, forward or reverse. That's it.
2: Yeah, even reverse is like you have to like push it in reverse. You know, like it's not even that. That's not even So way. is
0: this? Are you are you driving a stick, Orville? It's not stick. Mm, okay, no.
2: I can't drive stick, but uh, but that does bum me out because. You know what someone said to me? They were like, knowing how to drive stick, they were like, if the apocalypse ever happens, <laughs> that's going to be a crucial... Uh, like a mm-hmm. crucial... Um,
0: Skills to have. Skill, yeah.
2: And I don't have that it's, it's the
0: difference between life or death. I think that's absolutely wrong. I think nowadays, you know, if the apocalypse comes and you can drive a stick, it's like a very cute little sort of added bonus i don't really you know i don't think it's a life
1: or death situation i think you'll be fine i disagree i think it's i think it's quite hot to be honest it is hot
0: well we're not debating the sexiness of driving a stick uh chris also i believe i'm the only one in this chat right now who can drive a stick just for the record (laughs) we're we're talking we're not yeah we're talking about it being a a life-saving thing it's it'll get you some pussy but it, it might not save your life Wow! Can-, <laughs> can we
2: say can we say pussies anymore?
0: I can. I don't. You're not allowed to, but I can. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Stop.
3: <laughs>
0: <Ridiculous>.
1: <laughs> but I think that's the best. That's the best way to do it. You know, you have two cars in the household. One is a, a vintage muscle car that smells like oil and one is like the newest car that just in case something goes wrong you'll always have a way to get to gelson's without without worry <laughs> and i think that's a, a modern approach yeah well
2: that's like the thing is i'm thinking about because the thing about my car is i love it to death obviously but every time i leave my mechanic after fixing something ridiculous you know and they and he's like all right man like she's good to go and you know, I, I like I like turn the corner for my mechanic, and it's like, like something new like breaks or whatever, <laughs> which is sort of like you know that that makes it not so cute. But so I'm thinking of getting like a uh, like a like a modern car, sure. But I feel like I need to get like a like a Rivian or something like an electric car. You know, what yeah, I mean? so, yeah. Because also everything in my moral compass aligns with like not having a car that's destroying the universe you know? <laughs> right that like, must
1: be nice that must be nice to have a moral compass
2: <laughs> yeah listen and so like i feel like i need to i need to kind of balance out the fact that i have this like old ass mm. car that's like mm-hmm. the reason for global warming essentially and then like i need to like balance that out with like uh an electric car no right? that's yeah, a sure,
1: good sure. that's a good idea i mean i repent
2: it's like the yin and the yang you actually know?
1: i was i i've been down south at my parents house in atlanta for a while and i went orville mode and had a ram 1500 truck <laughs> and i have to say it you know I don't know if the Rivian would feel quite the same. Listen, you know what I mean?
2: I'm going to tell you when I start my car, you know, it's like backfiring and Mm -hmm. there's an insane smell of like gas. It's
0: gurgling. Oh, it's like it's fighting you. I was
2: kind of parked in a parking lot once. Uh, I turned my car on and I was trying to sort out on my phone the kind of where I was going, like the GPS or whatever. So it was taking me a minute and this man like walked over and knocked on my window and I was like, I rolled my window down and I said, yes. And he went, sorry, um, I'm, I'm actually just sitting over here in the restaurant with my children and the smoke, the smoke from your car (laughs) is choking my child. Could you turn your car off or leave?
0: Were you were you mortified or were you like hell yeah, brother, welcome to America, bitch?
2: (laughs) Right. I like I like hold out, you know, like no, I was sort of mortified. Mm -hmm. I'm easily kind of mortified though. I'm already I'm always (laughs) like I'm I'm kind of always apologizing for myself anyway. So I definitely, I I like I like peeled out immediately, but (laughs) it was crazy. I mean, people are, you know, like like strangers are coming up and telling me to stop.
1: Yeah, that's different. I've never heard of a story like that, but nothing, nothing is more LA than that, especially, especially with all this outdoor dining. That's the real problem. Here.
0: Right. We will move past the car talk just because i know that some of our listeners might not be completely into it but last question what kind of car is it because i'm curious to know
2: it's a 73 chevelle malibu
0: Ooh, i love an yeah. old malibu yeah, i used to nice. love a 65 malibu
2: no it's quite beautiful i have i've been offered cash like at a traffic light multiple times it's it's very it's very it's very funny
0: well, what about for, what about for the car though <laughs> i was literally i was literally
1: thinking the same thing i'm like for what exactly were you offered right
0: buddy you teed me up right there like tiger woods um so yeah we can start talking about bodie now uh bodie clown costume for halloween what color did you get orville what's the question (laughs) <laughs> what color Bodhi clown costume do you have your eye on for this Halloween season? Bodie, what is that? Bodhi, it's a clothing company. You know Bodie. And maybe you're not maybe you're oh, miss, Bodhi. you might yeah, be yeah, missing. No, no, no. Me. I do
2: know Bodie. I do know Bodie. I do know Bodie. But only recently do I know Bodie because I was my friend uh had her wedding at my house recently, which is a whole other story, but
1: um <laughs> Let's get Mark's into notes. it.
0: I'll add that it. to my notes. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> but someone was
2: there wearing a beautiful suit, and uh, it was like I said, "Where'd you get that suit?" And they said, "It's Bodie." And that's I said, "What's that?" And now I, so I do only recently actually know about Bodhi. But what
0: was the question? <laughs> is that is that vintage Bodie? No, basically for they're they're always trending, you know, in the fashion world for creating you know weird, funky, interesting shit. But this Halloween season. They made like Halloween masks and Halloween costumes that were—they're sort of like John Wayne Gacy clown costumes a little bit. Oh, you know when you see photos of Halloween from like yes. the Depression or like the 1800s where people are wearing just like yeah, frightening.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like it's like a occultist weird.
0: Yeah, so there. they kind of went with that angle, which is which seems very spooky and frightening, but. You know, are you are you sort of like a a traditional Halloween dresser where you're like monsters and ghosts and ghouls? or Are you are you getting a little more splashy with it? I mean, or do you just not dress up? Because Chris is anti costume. I hate Halloween. He doesn't doesn't believe a man should wear a costume.
1: No, don't don't
0: do that. Don't (laughs) do that. Not to Orville.
1: I mean, I mean more during Halloween. I think it's a it's a it's a time for children. And I think the adults have co opted that as another reason to drink and use drugs, and I don't think that's necessary. Fair,
2: but also Halloween. I feel like Halloween's become like a month long event now. Oh, yeah. okay. Also, I will. I'm gonna preface. I'm gonna. Hasn't. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I love Halloween. It might be my favorite of the
0: holidays. Come, comes as no surprise to our listeners, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, you know, maybe besides because uh, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like you know when people are. Or like, what are you doing for Labor Day? I'm like, well, when is Labor? Like, I don't know when Labor Day is, or whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs>
0: Labor? Who? Like, yeah, yeah, for me, yeah, my yeah. favorite holiday is um, my favorite holiday is Indigenous, in, Indigenous People's Day, actually. So it's a little different than yours. Well,
2: that was just yesterday, and it's a very important holiday. We, okay.
1: celebrated. We, yeah. we celebrated. We celebrated. I I call it Columbus Day in my household, Ooh, but that's dark. Yeah, we don't know stark. her. Chris. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No, but. I love Halloween, but I will preface this entire conversation by saying the thing about Halloween, that's sort of been, I guess not ruined, but like a little bit tainted for me is like, yes, I'm like a classic. When I think of Halloween, if I was going to dress up these days, I would think like a ghost. That's like a sheet with two eyes cut out kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. Classic,
2: classic, like the ghost, the witch, meatball down the middle, Dracula, whatever, you know? Um, Also, I haven't really had the chance to dress up for Halloween in anything for the past like you know three or four years because (laughs) I'm always playing a show (laughs) and I feel like I dress up every day anyway. Um, (laughs) But you know, last year actually, actually last year I I did dress up. We played at Madison Square Garden last year for Halloween with Harry Styles. (laughs) Flux. We did two nights, and the first night we did kind of just like spooky western. Yeah, and the second night I did. Like a Christian Cowan designer take on, um. The Lone Ranger, which was very fun, actually. Oh, that's So nice. I did dress up last year. So you
0: dress up, but you kept it in your wheelhouse, though. Well, and
2: then the year before that, it was COVID, but I did dress up for like a Instagram photo, and it was, um, <laughs> it was the, it was the, it was the like bounty hunter from SpongeBob. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. So you went, oh, that's deep. She has range.
2: Well, I try <laughs> to keep it within my wheelhouse, you know, like it has to work with, mm-hmm. you know, my mask and stuff.
0: It either has to be cowboy or SpongeBob related. That's sort of yeah. my two. That, yeah, okay.
2: that, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> but, I draw a wide circle. <laughs>
0: no, but I
2: love Halloween. But I will say the one crazy thing about Halloween for me, and it's like bittersweet because it's of course like super flattering and amazing and lovely mm-hmm. and I see where this is going. All of that, but like my as soon as October starts, my social media becomes inundated with people dressing up as me, which is like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm yeah. not the complaining. pain that you it's must like be going incredible.
0: through. I cannot imagine. And listen,
2: it's the street, but no, it's cr- but
0: pray like, for Orville. When
2: I tell you that I it's thought like thoughts and prayers, Peck. When I tell you that it's like I start missing like important <laughs> sort of interactions or things because on October 31st, go look at my tag photos. Just do me a favor, look at my tag photos on like Instagram and just see. It's like it'll be like 500 photos of everyone tagging me dressed as me (laughs) um which i love but it's it's pretty
1: yeah it sucks
2: yeah it's halloween is like i always joke with like my drag queen friends like halloween when you're a certain type of performer it just starts to become like work you know what i mean it's like it doesn't feel like a fun holiday it feels like i'm either playing a show yeah you know i mean i guess it's better than like you know digging ditches yeah
0: you're you're happy to have the gig you're happy to have the phone ringing and the emails coming in it's kind of like like chris's dad is an accountant and like <laughs> he loves tax season because it's king money for him, but it's also like fuck, <laughs> it's tax season, you know. Like ta- Halloween is your tax season as somebody who yeah, wears a costume year round. Yeah,
2: but also wow, tax season. Yeah, what my my sister in law's uncle? What does that make him? I don't know. He wanted to be a garbage man because he thought they only worked one day a week. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Rodney Dangerfield joke. (laughs) That's
1: good no that's really good it's great
2: right and so like i'm wondering maybe people wanted to be an accountant because they thought they only (laughs) work during tax season
0: right right like how like like teachers teachers get the summer off or whatever like that type of thing well teachers nowadays
2: have to work like five other jobs because you know we don't pay teachers anything which is really strange Mm -hmm. no but yeah accountants okay
1: yeah he he works year he works year round he works he works year round but i will say there's busy seasons you know okay um but I I like the idea of of the trash man working one day a week. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's kind of some that's some like third eye yeah. open shit. The, that that the thinking.
0: job I mean the job sounds terrible, smells like shit, garbage everywhere. But I mean I get six days off. I think it's kind of worth it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, all you have to, yeah. you just
1: all you have to do is
2: work. You know, at seven twenty a.m. every Thursday <laughs> if you're coming by my house.
1: Now house. do you do you take okay. your trash out or does the gardener do it? Because I just recently (laughs) realized we we finally got a gardener and then I I was like going to take the trash the important question. I was going I was going to take the trash out and the cans weren't in their location behind the house. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, the gardener took the that's some that's worth every penny. I had no idea that was part of his service when he cleaned up the yard.
2: Interesting. Yeah, no, I take my I take my own trash out. Actually, um I I love cleaning and (laughs) like my my home Mm -hmm. my home people joke my house is like a museum you know like it's it's spotless and 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 like you know i love order tidiness and cleaning wow
1: now do you are you down to put on the rubber gloves and get in that that tub with some soft scrub or we are we yeah when do we do we we ever
0: call in the pros for anything or you you're doing it all no i'm doing it all I don't even wear gloves.
2: It's just it's all I I go raw in there. Like
0: Yeah. When your house when your house, I mean I hope you get tested. But when your house is already clean, you never really have to get that dirty, you know. You're only just doing maintenance. You never really need to do a deep clean, right?
2: Yeah, of course. Well, actually, but I'm I think I might be kind of OCD a little bit because
0: no you you don't say <laughs> <laughs> well because That's like, crazy bro like, right now I'm Orville this is a breakthrough I'm very <laughs> proud of you <laughs>
2: but like I like I have you know like a for instance in my living room I have a um a, a bookshelf or whatever of things mm-hmm. and uh, but they're very specifically sort of um you know chosen and placed it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not just you know. Sporadic,
0: with like, some some Adderall like precision, where these where yes. these totems are placed on your mm-hmm. shelving, and right? I'll be
2: like on a I'll be like on a work call and or whatever, and I'm I'm I'll out I'll, the corner of my eye I'll look at the one item on the bookshelf from across the room, and I'll walk <laughs> over and like adjust it, you know, like two millimeters, and okay. then <laughs> okay. and then walk back to where I was, and then look at it and go back and like kind of think, oh no no that was <laughs> too much, and then like adjust it like back one mil- like. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got problems, but I do like <laughs> and I do like um I do like I yeah I like uh, my house is very it's beautiful. You should come over. It's uh, come come okay. Yeah. I would love. And if you need your house cleaned, I, I can come over as well.
1: You have some downtime. Yeah. Well, I well, how do you then? You know, hearing about your uh, tendencies, let's call them. How yeah. how are you able to now when you're on the bus with all these scrubs that you pay to play instruments? You know, they're not. They might not be picking up their. You know. Their 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 pizza boxes out. Like, are you? Oh, are this you is kind like of a, riding them.
2: I mean, this is an, a genuine issue on tour. Um, <laughs> that we just, we so, just
1: woke the bear. <laughs> no,
2: because I'm in the back room, so like my room is always like spotless. Like, so I, I make my bed every day on tour. Like, that's nice. Right? That's mm-hmm. nice. It's like mm-hmm. immaculate. And then I complain a lot about the shared space because you know my my band members who I love um, they'll come. Onto the bus, and like, I'll wake up. I'm also the first one to wake up. I'm like up at 6 a.m. every day, basically.
3: Sure.
2: Uh, and I'll walk out into the main room, and it's like, you know, someone's shoes, and uh, oh. you know, like, like someone's, <laughs> the, like, you know, what drives me fucking crazy? A water bottle, a water <laughs> bottle, unnamed water bottle that has like two sips out of
1: it. <laughs> okay. Cause you're, cause you're like, look, guys, this is coming out of my pocket. Like, we gotta, I mean, to like- be
2: honest, I'm not even thinking. <laughs> monetarily i probably should i'm not even that's not even what bothers me i'm just like drink it or don't drink it or or throw it out or what like how don't open also i have a problem with like a tiny water bottle anyway because i'm like i just think it's like a crazy waste of plastic but like open a tiny water bottle Mm -hmm. take one sip and then leave it there for like a week just no one's touching it i just want to it drives me crazy
1: one one week no i (laughs) that drive that drives me crazy as well i mean that drives me crazy now but but, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on on a bus, you know what I mean? So I feel like it's a it's a delicate dance, you know, kind of uh, living with that many people. Yes. And and we can't really have you, you know,
0: upset or anxious or having a little cleanliness meltdown when the, the goal of this is to put on a great show, right? So are, are you meditating transcendentally? What are you doing to kind of... Get that water bottle out of your head when you're on stage. I
2: mean, maybe this is like, yeah, for other people, I get it. It's like, you know, we've all known each other long enough that, like, that's not flying. I mean, my tour manager, I've known for, like, 15 years since I was a teenager before either of us Mm -hmm. did this job. You know, it's like everyone on my tour bus is kind of like family. Mm -hmm. So, no, I pitch a fit all the time. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) No, I let him know. I'm very clear. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm not coming in with, like, a professional courteous attitude i'm like (laughs) sitting everyone down being like if i see one more fucking water bottle (laughs) with a sip out of it i'm gonna you're all fired and i'm gonna like this is bullshit yeah like you know but i mean i'm sure they also have issues with things i do i'm sure You know, we're just like a funny
0: we're like a funny you guys are random as hell
2: yeah it's like a funny sitcom family or something
0: yeah can't live with them can't live can't tour with them can't tour without them well (laughs) speaking of your ocd cleaning habits I would like to know sort of the timeline of events when you decided to host a wedding at your house.
2: Uh, okay, so
0: <laughs> should I should I put on a pot of coffee, sweetheart?
3: <laughs>
2: um, a friend of mine who I love very dearly, who is uh, uh, an actress, she okay, okay. got married recently. But you know, she sent an invite out for her wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, or she kind of said, "Like I'm getting married." I'm like, amazing. And then, you know, sort of like a week before her wedding, we were kind of chatting and I was sort of like, what's going on with your wedding? Like, what, you know?
0: Where, like So we're a week out, do we have a venue picked? What's the what's the tea? Well,
2: that's the thing. I'm kind of like, where, where is it or I think she kind of just hit me up about it or whatever and then
0: So what did Nicole Kidman say? <laughs> Imagine.
2: <laughs> no, no. So then it's like in that conversation basically what we realized is there wasn't a venue and i was like well you know i've got a i love you to death and i have a a a house that is very um
0: it's a it's a prime event space
2: yes it lends itself to like a a function right
0: you were about to father of the bride this bitch is what it sounds like
2: well listen to this so like i'm like also now you guys know i'm like an a-type ocd Mm -hmm. crazy person with like you know, organization and whatever mm-hmm. she's like, we're going to have the wedding at your house. It's, am- you know, it's like kind of this amazing serendipitous, beautiful thing,
0: truly, because
2: also I, there's nothing I love more not to get to like, but there's nothing I love more than like inviting any sort of like love into my house. You know, it's just,
0: you love, love,
2: I love, love. I mean, it's like, there's worse things to happen in your house, right?
0: Absolutely. But it was,
2: it was really funny. Cause I was like dogs, pre- <laughs> I was prepared and down and all this <laughs> stuff. But then like the day of, You know the day of the wedding at like 9 a.m like the florist shows up and then it's like the you know the the catering and whatever and i slowly started to realize i was like because everyone's asking me like where do i put this what and i was like oh i'm they're like they're like "Can, can you can you point us in the direction of the wedding planner and i'm starting to realize i'm like oh that's me like i'm the wedding planner which actually to be quite frank I think maybe I've found like my passion because I like, dream
0: job. Yeah. Dream like, job. like
2: Orville's event planning, because honestly, <laughs> not only did I, not only, not only did I kill it, but I, I kind of loved it. Like I was running around, like, uh-huh. you know, I mean, it was, it was great. Places. Literally. Yeah. It was perfect. So I think I'm going to quit music and I'm going to, you know, go the way of like, there's only like three careers you can do as like an aging gay man. It's like, you could become a realtor. <laughs> You, you
3: you can become a realtor.
2: Uh, you can become a massage therapist, or yeah. you can, yeah. or you can be some sort of event planner. And I think I'm going to be an event. That's
1: that's actually a very good breakdown. I've encountered all three of those <laughs> those archetypes.
2: that you have there's only there's only like two things you can do as like an aging sort of like subversive straight man, which is like become a barber or take up Brazilian uh, Brazilian. Jiu-jitsu. Okay, now like, I don't, know.
0: don't
1: come for the sober community. Not so, yeah, now. if you
0: if you become sober, then it's jujitsu, and if you <laughs> still sort of have your little opioid addiction going on, yeah. then we're gonna barber and tattoo yeah. as well. And
1: let's not forget podcasts. <laughs> that's the that's the final frontier. If that doesn't work out. There's always DJing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, no, no one's a DJ anymore.
1: How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> what I, I need to a- I need to ask though, how many people attended this soirée? A good question. Okay,
2: so it was I was told it would be sixty, which I was so down for. <laughs> uh, it ended up <laughs> the final. <laughs> the final count, I believe, was somewhere in, like, the 150 region.
1: Whoa, whoa, we doubled So plus. we no, that's a,
0: yeah, it tripled the fucking head count. So you're like... Yeah, but it was amazing. The, the head count that you said when you were lying to me, love that head count. <laughs> <laughs> when I discovered that you were lying about that, loved it less.
2: <laughs> no, I loved it even more. I mean, honestly, it was <laughs> one of my favorite memories. And also, it was just so kind of... It was so kind of, like, chaotic the way it came about that it was sort of, like perfect in its own way you know
0: it it had to happen this way for you to did you feel your your body sort of release the tension that it was holding up when you suddenly were in a situation that was out of your control and you just had to you know let it let it happen
2: uh i didn't think of it in that way at all but that sounds right
0: yeah okay
2: (laughs) i don't know you know when it's like i'm the kind of person where like you know it's if it's my birthday and Mm -hmm. i I'm not someone who's trying to be like, it's my birthday or whatever, but you know, I've had birthday parties obviously, but whenever I've whenever <laughs> I've, had I've had hundreds of any- <laughs>
1: people over to celebrate me, but I, I don't care.
2: <laughs> no, but I'm not really that person. I'm not like, you know, like five days of me. I'm kind of like, let's go to a bar or whatever. And everyone mm-hmm. come. But even in that scenario, I'm like running around, making sure that everyone else is comfortable and, enjoying themselves
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then I, I i often find myself like stepping back and realizing like am i enjoying myself like do i want to be here Like, you know like mm. but maybe that's still part of my kind of um you know ocd kind of
0: the rest is still unwritten i mean the rest is still unwritten <laughs> <laughs> can that be is that the tag for this podcast we got a clean take on that one thank you for that yeah that that betting <laughs> that unwritten that's,
1: that's royalty that's royalty free just fyi <laughs> Um, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you've uncovered your inner host hostess. And I think that this, this wedding now, the final question on that, did you get twisted or did you teetotal for the evening to make sure none of your Baccarat got cracked?
2: Of course I got twisted. I was, I mean, that's the thing is like, I function really well under stress. Okay. I, you know, like I, I, that's my highest function is like under pressure, but No, I was, you know, they set up a bar, obviously at the thing. And I, I mean, I was when the, when the guests started pouring in and I was like, it was sort of dawning on me, like what was happening at my house. I, I, I got a drink from the bar and I sat hiding in my bedroom for like 20 minutes, like sort of shutting down. And then I, I kind of was like, okay, like, you know, Orville, we got this. And Mm -hmm. I did a pep, I did a pep talk in the mirror and, and then, and then I, yeah, I went out and, you know, I was like, Passing out hors d'oeuvres and whatever—they
0: really put you to work. You're a good friend, Orville. I will say that's very sweet of you. No way in fucking hell I would do any of that stuff. I don't like having four people at my house. I'm like, oh you guys can leave. No way, no this way. not even a chance.
1: I'm a big, I'm a big. I like to, I like to host as long as I'm the star and I don't have to do any cleaning <laughs> up. That's kind of where I'm at. So. You know, I, that that doesn't sound like this was that situation. So I would have kindly uh, bowed. Oh, out. I loved it. It was so good. How long are you home? Are you are you settling in? or Are you hitting the road?
2: Yeah. Oh my god. I'm no. I'm I'm actually home for the first time basically since January for more than you know three weeks or whatever. I'm really excited about it. I have uh, a couple one off festivals that i'm playing um i'm going to play in monterey this weekend and then i I, i'm going to play willie nelson's ranch for halloween wow and then my final show of the year is my my rodeo show here in la i'm doing the greek theater November second
1: Mm -hmm. Um, what's up with this rodeo
2: i mean it's it's like a it's you know it's a it's my show but it's we have extra special guests involved and there's a bit more production and it's usually at sort of an iconic venue it's kind of like uh, one big sort of like mini orville fest, of okay the year Well, that it, I do every year so It's an
0: experience it's it's con.
1: yeah yeah if you're if you're looking for any if you're looking for any podcasters, you know let us know because that's kind of an element now that a lot of live performers are bringing out. It's something maybe I don't know if you've thought about that yourself, but
2: no, I haven't thought about it, but I'll think about it <laughs> <laughs> No, that sounds great. you should come are you but you'll like live. <laughs>
1: cast yeah we'll live we'll come out we'll do a quick 30 kind of before you the stage get the energy up yeah we can open it for open it up for you you
2: guys do you guys ever say do you guys ever say friend of the pod
1: uh no we say friend of the show usually friend of the show same difference, though. Yeah. But
2: is that just to be contrarian? or
1: No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just trying to... They zig, we zag. they're different. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Yeah, I, they, they are different. Thank you. I don't know why. I don't know why we do that, actually. That's just my natural compulsion.
0: I yeah, think. I think Friend of the Show is very 1.0. I mean, 2.0, whereas Friend of the Pod is sort of you know the the early days of saying that phrase and i think other podcasts have co-opted that
2: isn't it kind of cute to be 1.0 sometimes it is I, yeah with a wink and a with a wink you know what i mean like i kind of love like i'm a weird person obviously <laughs> yeah
1: we we know we know
2: <laughs> yeah right and like you know i i'm I, <laughs> i'm i'm actually i think potentially weirder than anyone could have ever imagined. Uh like in but like okay <laughs> in my mind,
0: I mean. But what I do we need to alert the police, Orville? Not quite there yet. Well maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Okay.
2: <laughs> but like I feel like maybe um like the Roger Rabbit like Toontown police. Like I could go be in like a cartoon jail. <laughs> okay. You know? Um but my point being is that I kinda I kind of revel in doing things that are sort of like pedestrian or basic in a way because I think it's kind of Fun? of course
0: it's called normal kink <laughs> oh is There's that a what it is 30 rock episode about it yeah 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 okay yeah i've yeah. got a normal kink yeah. I, we also have a little bit of a normal kink because we're kind of like suburban girls living in the big city so we find some great comfort in mm-hmm. you know going to a cheesecake factory at the mall or this is what i'm saying know, i like yeah i like going to home depot to like oh yeah buy some tape you know shit like that this is
2: exactly what i'm saying like i find it so comforting <laughs> To you know, go to IKEA and like not really shop for anything, <laughs> but just like to be to be there. You know, go to
0: IKEA and make fun of the losers. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> no, but not it. even
2: like to kind of like sit and like you know hold up like a screwdriver set and just like stare at it <laughs> and think like, man, do I have a screwdriver? Do I need this? And then, <laughs> you know, and then I put it back down and I'm like, well, yeah, I've got one.
0: No, <laughs> I know that. I'm, we 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 do the same thing. It's um. I- it's I think it's fun and healthy and cool and I guess does that mean that you also grew up a little more less or a little less big city ish? A little more suburban?
2: Uh I well I grew up in Johannesburg, South Africa, which is a very big city, but mm-hmm. I don't know where the kink comes from. Maybe because I just I don't know, but it does feel comforting.
0: Yeah, I th- yeah, I think it's less of like the size of the city and more just like how metropolitan it is versus yeah. how like suburban or just regular it is. You know?
2: Oh, listen, I f- like I fucking love to just go to a Target and walk around.
1: Mm-hmm. Same. The lighting- it feels good.
2: Yeah, it just feels good.
1: It's like a drug.
2: It's literally. I mean, it just feels good. That's big yeah. That's
1: big touring energy, though. Because a, a target when you're in the middle of America is an oasis. You know, air conditioning. Uh, 100%. Dasani, all mm-hmm. kinds of clothes. You know, you can get whatever you need. There. I need socks. Yeah, you can get anything you need there.
2: You know, we put socks on our green room rider. Mm-hmm. When I used to play in punk bands, someone told me that. They were like, put socks on your rider. And I still do it to this day. And honestly... It's like the nicest thing to to show up in the venue and there's like oh, yeah. six pairs of just that is nice whatever Nike socks or whatever. But it's such a nice thing. You're like, wow, it feels like Christmas every day. We're
1: not, we're not quite. Unfortunately, we put stuff on our rider and they don't get it for us because they're just like you guys aren't really important enough, right? Um, so <laughs> Jason's lucky if he gets, which is normal for a rider.
0: You always ask a little more than you expect to get. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know what's funny about riders is like I. I have an obsession with Pop Tarts, which is kind of like a funny. What's your flavor? Blueberry, blueberry or strawberry. I don't fuck with anything else. Okay,
1: frosted though, of course, or unfrosted. Frosted. What are you crazy? I don't know. Hey, look, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm,
2: not, I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not mental, dude. I'm not... So this.
1: So
0: this is known. This is no, a known. Oh, thing it's no. Like I that. mean,
2: literally pop. Pop Tarts, they reached out and sent me, you know, I've, I've got like thousands of boxes of Pop Tarts in my house. Like,
0: Luckily they never go bad.
2: Right. I mean, they wrote a whole poem. It's like, you know, Pop Tarts love me and I love that. It's great. Um <laughs> <laughs> But so I so there's Pop Tarts on my writer, right? Sometimes I'll show up to a venue and I, I don't know if they are doing this because they think it's what I want, or I don't know if they're doing it as a point of contention for like who they want to come off as, but, Sometimes we'll show up, and it's like the Whole Foods Uh,
0: like multi-grain
2: pop tart, no,
0: whatever. It's not a pop tart. It's
2: like whatever it is.
0: What a trigger! It's it's a breakfast, a three sixty five breakfast snack. Oh, get this fucking bullshit out of here! There is
2: nothing. I'm gonna tell you. There's nothing that sends me off harder. Where I'm like, get this out of here. Like (laughs) like I want a fucking like white trash pop tart. Like I want a Pop-Tart like Pop-Tart the brand Okay like, so you you
0: see the Nature's Harvest Pop-Tart and you instantly turn into Morrissey backstage <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 <laughs> yeah
2: like I start flipping I start flipping tables uh, you know firing I want people it gone uh, I, I,
1: do, I don't think that's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> actually that's not that crazy I mean it's not the same thing like a like, it, it's like if if you ask for a Coca Cola and somebody gives you a three sixty five cola, it's not the same. It's just not. It's two different products.
2: This is what I'm saying. The thing, the thing that annoys me mostly, it's not that I'm not getting my way or or whatever. It's not that I'm like a diva. The thing that annoys me is I'm like, you thought you like did
0: that. You thought <laughs> you got me yeah. something
2: yeah. like. It's like I want the Coca Cola. I don't want the like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like I want the trash version.
0: I don't want you to make me feel better. I want to feel like shit. It's like you don't well, get is it.
2: Cause, is it homophobia? I'm like, is it because I'm gay? Like you think I want? <laughs> it's homophobia, right?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, that feels like a big part of it. Yeah, they they walk in, they're like, this guy wants Pop Tarts and socks. What kind of pervert is this?
1: <laughs> yeah, they know you're they know you're a. I don't know they, what he's
0: gonna do with him. Anything but you're eat you're them. Gay. They have to assume. So you're gay. so <laughs> Orville. Going back to sort of your OCD tendencies and then throwing a little Pop-Tart juice on this fire, I'd like to know what your Pop-Tart eating ritual is. I feel like you might be very specific with your toast times and maybe you eat around the corner in some type of fashion, like... When I eat a Kit Kat bar, I'll eat all the chocolate and then I hit the wafer next. Nasty. Um, you know, something like that. There's no,
1: there's no
2: toasting. <clears throat> first of all, Oh, okay.
1: wow, that's interesting. You are a
0: pervert. No one's
2: toasting a pop tart. Come on,
1: civilized folks are. I would like a little. You don't know, put a little butter on it after you toast it. That's crazy, man. Butter? I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm
0: <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll I'll sous vide and then I hit it with a little creme fraiche at the end <laughs> if I have it around. I mean, obviously when we're on tour we don't have all that. Yeah, like you know, I, I take like a.
2: I take a pinch of like you know
0: fair trade sumac and like no just raw like fair trade
2: sumac raw raw dog
0: so you so you grab and go Mm -hmm. type of thing you don't like set a plate out with your fine silverware and you eat it in some weird freaky way or anything you just eat it
1: no 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 you're a second grader on the bus you're a second grader on the bus diving in
2: yeah i'm a i am a simple man like truly you know like Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm very no frills, like no no judge. It's always
0: just very. Doesn't take much to pop this tart, is what you're saying. Yeah,
2: like I'm so satisfied eating like cold food from the fridge. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm.
1: saying? You probably like it. I love an easygoing guy because I feel like all the men in my life are divas.
2: I mean, I <laughs> I'm sure people who know me would probably say I have quirky sort of.
0: You have diva-like tendencies,
2: specifics. Yeah, but I mean,
0: to be quite
2: frank, actually. At least in the industry, people note quite often that I'm very easygoing. I think I'm an easygoing person. Yeah, that's a
1: good quality to have. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm quite self-sufficient. Uh, I don't like relying on other people for things. I like to just do things myself. I actually enjoy getting things done. Like it's my greatest fulfillment in life. This to- is
1: your. This is your. This is because of your punk background. Well, this is the thing. Because there was a time where you didn't have a choice and you learned to do it all and you were successful at it and now that somebody would do it for you it's just like i got it i know how to do it it's easier if i I was
2: just joking about this last night it's like someone was talking to me about tour and you know they're a musician who has you know they kind of only grew up ever being on a tour bus right
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and they were sort of like oh yeah tour like oh the bus am i right and i was like Dude the bus might as well be the four seasons as far as I'm concerned. Like I fucking love the bus. Like I want to live on I never want to leave the bus. Like I love it. It's like I've been touring since I was 17. I used to tour in a minivan with my drums on my lap for like 13-hour <laughs> drives. You know what I mean? Like uh, like the bus is essentially like it's like Nirvana. Like I mean it's like heaven. Like I can't like You made it. Yeah, of course I love the bus, dude. I feel like I'm literally I I mean it's like the biggest thrill of my life still
1: because I'm trying to figure out how to kind of Get this podcast going so I can kind of PJ in and out so I sleep in my own bed every night. And that's not, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not working out just yet, but we're still kind of, yeah, we're in the early stages.
2: You want to do the Reba where you like, yeah,
1: Reba fly back
2: to your hometown like every night, yeah,
1: exactly. Mm -hmm. The Reba, that's that's what we're rebranding that as. It's it's the Reba,
2: (laughs) the Reba, no, yeah, don't pull a Reba, Seinfeld does it, corn dog on the PJ, that's like the dream,
0: (laughs) corn dog on the PJ. Well, I I wanted to go back to the, um. um, to the rodeo show, uh, because it was something we were, we were talking on the last episode about. Uh, I went to the the Rosalia concert, and we were talking about how so much of shows nowadays, sure, it's about the music that the people love uh, who are buying tickets, but it is also sort of like uh, an experience where the fandom gets to show off their, their clothing and their fashion, And I I feel like the rodeo has a similar vibe where people are buying tickets because they like your music and they want to see your your show, but it's also sort of like their Met Gala for these specific types of people.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, listen, all my shows are sort of the rodeo. Last year was at Red Rocks, which was amazing, and yeah, it was incredible. But like, yeah, people fly in from like all over the world for it. Like, I mean, it was it's the rodeo is definitely special, Uh, and yeah, people dress up and. Honestly, I I always try to think of shows. I come from like a big performer background, obviously. And like, Mm -hmm. I like theatricality in music, you know, like I kind of hate this idea that you have to be sort of like, I don't know, like uh, boring to be sincere. Like, I think Mm -hmm. I, I find a lot of artists these days just genuinely pretty boring. I just I find it sort of no effort and no... Pizzazz to any of it, which is like I feel like the biggest crime. Like I would rather something is totally off key, bad taste, whatever. I would prefer that than something that's just like yeah, boring. Essentially, mm-hmm. right?
0: If uh, if you're a showman, let's put on a show for God's sakes.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, but I, I think the weird thing is, is I think people have sort of attributed sincerity with that in a weird way, where I think mm-hmm. sometimes people who think that what I do is insincere because there's a you know, an element of like performance to it, but it's, it's like, well, why do those things have to be mutually exclusive? You know, like I actually think, and like someone like David Bowie to me, it's like, that's the perfect example of someone who was so theatrical and so performative, but also incredibly sincere and iconic and, everything you did right and like
0: bowie and queen like name name two people who shred more than bowie and queen you know yeah and they were theatrical as a motherfucker
2: i like the intersection of that you know like sincerity and performance i mean listen also there's an innate theatricality to, to what i do because i you know i wear a mask and whatever and it's like so i think people coming into the show it already feels like the atmosphere is open to that so yeah people always show up with like outfits on and you know there's a kind of magic in the air to begin with Mm -hmm. i
1: think i hope we're going to be more accepted yeah last time we went to the greek was for casey musgraves and the people around us were um i I would say less than accepting of our attendance um because of our age uh and maybe our uh sexuality and I was, I was feeling, I was, I was feeling ostracized.
2: I know it must be really hard to be cis so straight men in this economy. It,
1: it, it's honestly, I don't want to, I don't really want. Thank you for it. saying. I don't that, really. Orville. Yeah.
2: Finally, <laughs> finally, someone said it right. Thank you. I'm a
1: voice to the voiceless. Yeah, PETA wow, style. You guys,
2: I promise that you'll feel way more accepted at myself. Thank show. you. Are you guys coming to the rodeo?
1: Yeah, we'll come to the rodeo. What day is it? I don't see why not.
2: Did you find tickets? <laughs> It's sold out, but I think maybe like stu But you can check like StubHub or one
0: of those. Okay, but okay. I'll, so, so we're. I like
1: that we're still plugging the show.
2: <laughs> no, we can. We can. I know someone. I know someone. We can sort you
1: out. Orville, we're gonna trade because we have shows in LA. Uh, the twenty, the the nineteenth and twentieth. So, if you would like to join us at the Troubadour or at the Lodge Room, you just let us know.
2: I love the Troubadour. The Troubadour was where I did my first ever rodeo. We did two nights in the Troubadour oh. like three
1: years ago. Well, maybe you can come out and you can do Brooks and Dunn, How Long Gone, acoustic set. Well, what is your
2: show? What do you mean? Like you do the
0: podcast live.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we do the show. Jason and I chat and then we bring out a guest. And at that, at the Troubadour, it's our friend Joe Mandy, who's a, a pretty popular uh, comedian and like writer. And, at,
0: and then we do the Lodge Room the next day with John Early as well.
2: Cool. I'll
1: come. Yeah. Yeah, we need you. We need you in the house. Yeah, we are looking for someone to cover our theme song. So since you have all this downtime, It is a country song. It's a Brooks and Dunn song. Okay, yeah. So something for you to explore.
0: And also, Orville, we are looking for a merch person. So if you, uh, if that's something that you're interested in, just let me know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and
2: let me know if you need me to clean up the venue after because (laughs) I I, I love to clean.
0: So yeah, bring your bring your toothbrush, or we'll hit the
1: inside of that toilet bowl. All right, sweetheart.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not on tour. I I need things to do. You know.
1: Put me to work. I was gonna ask. What? What do you like? Do you find it like a little bit? Is there? Is is there like a shock to the system are you like having to find things to do because your life isn't kind of scheduled out uh on an hourly basis
0: you don't you don't have your north
1: star yeah
2: yeah 100 percent. i'm like losing my mind i mean <clears throat> i went to italy for a month after i finished touring um which was lovely on vacation. Oh
0: yeah, I think we were around there around in, in Sicily around the same time, like end of oh really? uh, end of yeah. August. Yeah,
2: um, it's the first vacation I've taken in like ten years or something. Um, oh. It was really lovely. I've had nothing to do and time off just like at my house. Yeah, I've been completely losing my mind. I mean, um, <laughs> I,
0: I, I I was I l- <laughs> let me be clear. <laughs> I am losing I'm my absolutely losing yeah my shit. like this is hell.
2: No, it's it's insane. And I, I, I mean, I I genuinely had to make a plan with, you know, my therapist where he was like, OK, on Sundays, you need to like <laughs> go open your G Cal, you know, my calendar, which is like what I because someone sorts that out when I'm on tour and I have like tons of things on or whatever. And he's like, you need to like put in your calendar like. Uh, go to the gym like go for a, like go for a walk like i have to literally schedule my calendar
0: and you're like you're fired <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, i mean it's it's insane yeah i, I have no purpose i mean but uh, it's it's
0: really bizarre yeah your boyfriend's listening to this right now like mm, well great no purpose okay <laughs> <laughs> no reason to live. So what did you so, mean?
1: What did you mean exactly when you said no purpose? I want some clarity guys, around guys, that. My
2: boyfriend's not listening to this. He's got his Don't flatter, your,
0: flatter
3: yourself.
0: <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. He's
1: got more important things to do. He, he does know that. And I appreciate that. That's the only response I would yeah, expect. Yeah,
0: we, we've we've met him when we met you for the first time. and. Yeah. You know, just judging by looks, he looks like more uh, a listener of this podcast
1: more than you do. That's true. That's true. So
2: you're saying he looks like a like a toxic straight man.
1: <laughs> you're like that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of
0: yeah we we satisfy the toxic straight man kink that a lot of people aren't aff- they're they're afraid to ask the universe for you know what i mean
1: <laughs> there's a lot of people before they before they come out they're just a toxic straight man no. you know and that's the reality that's something we need to think about I,
0: I, I mean
2: i don't even what is your guys like what is your listenership is it it must be buried right
1: so
0: it's about it's around like 65 35 Male to female, 1% non-binary. 10. Biggest age range, probably like mid-20s or so. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then like 35 to 40 and then then the younger kids and then the older people. Geriatric millennials. Geriatric millennials, you know, those are the people that are buying the Rivians, though, you know what I mean? Like me. I'm, I mean, I'm a geriatric
2: millennial, I think. Yeah, we are too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Welcome technically home. we are too. I Whatever.
1: identify as, uh, my pronouns are Gen X, but a lot of people don't really like to recognize those. Um, so I'm kind of forced to be a geriatric Gen millennial. X
0: millennial rising. But
2: I feel like what is, but Gen X is like, isn't Gen X kind of like born in the s- late 70s? Kind of yeah
1: people that were born in the 70s yeah. yeah yeah but i mean i'm born i'm I'm born in 82 so the cutoff i'm like a few years off
0: but chris chris identifies so much with the 90s culture and music and art and everything like that so he sort of is cosplaying as a gen xer even though he's so young he's way too young to be that
1: i know i look really young uh some people can't even believe it but you know this is my cross to bear he's hairless
0: yeah yeah that's beautiful <laughs>
1: When uh, I guess one thing you could be doing,
0: you could. When I was in Noto in in Sicily, mm-hmm. I ate that I ate that almond granita from Cafe Sicilia every day.
2: Wow, we were literally right in the same place. See, <laughs> see, I was I was I was staying just up the street from there in uh, in a
1: nicer place,
2: seven rooms or whatever it's called. It's like literally across the street from Cafe. Oh Sic- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we went there every day. It was, it, it was like 100 degrees there, I'm assuming, right?
2: I'm going to I'm gonna say it right now. I'm sorry to any Italians that are listening. I don't care for granita. Whoops. Whoa. Not even the almond flavor? <laughs> I mean, if I'm doing it, it's lemon. I'm not doing it. Do
0: not whoops, whoops the granita.
2: But, like, you know what I don't get about it? You know what <laughs> he I don't it. get
0: about it? The brioche. Yeah. That's the weird part. I agree. It. I don't do the brioche. So, for,
2: for anyone listening that doesn't know what we're talking about, granita is... It's like a slushy. It's like a slushy, and like typically, sort of like lemon or, you know, those peach is a big flavor, I
0: know.
2: Uh, But people there eat it with a big, a big brioche bun (laughs) that's already kind of like sweet, Uh right? It's like sweet on sweet on sweet. I don't really, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird to have like, you know what, make this like. Hawaiian shaved ice, even better, a fucking hamburger bun. No one's ever said that. (laughs) No, but I, so you're more of a gelato girl? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like pistachio.
2: I'm kind of like a sorbet. I'm a sorbet gal. Okay. Okay. I like a nice, I like a nice lemon sorbet. Interesting. Oh, okay. So
0: you're, you've got a pellet. Your your palate yearns to be cleansed, is what it sounds like.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't smoke anymore. I used to smoke for a really long time. But I, I have, like, a smoker's palate. Like, when I get a pizza, it's, like, mm-hmm. olives, anchovies, <laughs> right. chili. Like it's, like, it's, like, so salty, Kitchen like, other people can't understand it. But it's, like, I love – that's, like, my flavor profile. Like, capers, big –
0: Flavor. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. I,
2: yeah. So, like, I'm kind of like a, like a, I like sour. I like.
0: You're, a, you're, uh, your mouth is a maximalist.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: And my, I'm, a, but my heart
2: is a minimalist. Mm. Oh,
1: God. Okay. The dichotomy go. of this guy. It's unbelievable. Did we,
0: did
2: we just, did we just name my, uh, my biography somehow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is, I need to, um, I need to try I need to try one of these all Jason can you learn to make this I've never had it
0: I know I know how to make it yeah you just put some whatever flavors you want together with the water and, and stuff and you put it in like a, a baking sheet like a very thin baking sheet mm-hmm. in the freezer and then every like 20 minutes or so you scrape it with a fork and you slowly begin to build up this shavy ice I haven't done it yet and as uh, as fall and winter is upon us I don't know if I'm gonna get to it in 2022. Um, were, did you happen to go to Madonna's birthday while you were there, Orville? or did we not get the invite?
2: I didn't get the invite, but you know what? I heard <laughs> It was like it was like the buzz of the town. you know, like we would be like we would be in like a taxi and kind of just chatting with the guy or whatever. And like mm-hmm. he would be like, you know, you know, Madonna had her birthday last night. You know like everyone sort of was like, Buzzing about it. Do yeah. it
0: in the Italian voice, Italian voice, or Sicilian.
2: Everybody was a uh, oh yeah. What he's are still, you
0: going to Madonna? No, no. I I, I, it was version, funny because I, I did get the invite. <laughs> I did get the invite to Madonna's birthday. And then I, then the invite was taken away later on in the day. Wow.
1: Are you bragging on the pod? He's always bragging on the pod. I didn't know.
2: Wait, are you bragging on the pod?
0: When am I not? No, well, it's not really a brag because I was invited by a friend of mine named Jesse, uh, who was DJing the party. He's like, yo, you're in, I think I just walked past you in, in like, in Noto. Are you in town? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm here to DJ Madonna's wedding. LOL, bring your USB stick. We should play and it'll be fun. (laughs) And I'm like, so I think I'm going to Madonna's birthday tonight. Like, I have to. What am I going to wear? Blah blah blah. Do I have time to drive to the Prada outlet? And t- you know, and then <laughs> and then you know, five hours later, he was like, Yeah, so uh, not really gonna be able to get you in, kind of thing. And Ooh, that's maybe for the better.
1: That's harsh. I bet it was a lesser guest list than we think.
0: That's what I was
2: gonna say. Like, no, no shade to Madonna because you know, of course, she's amazing in Madonna, but like. You know, I don't think it was like, I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, I know, I know. You don't even have to say it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean? I don't think it was like quite, I don't think it was like the Met Gower i think it's
0: okay no it's too remote it's too remote like you it's can't. it's very if, remote if you want to have a... it's just very close friends just yeah, very and, close you know how she can be
2: and maybe some like maybe some like local townspeople just to like fill it out because i feel like like <laughs> yeah how many people were even there but actually straight but how strange that both you and i were actually there <laughs> in town i know everyone loves italy huh? home
1: no, not me.
2: Wow, not you.
1: I mean, it, Italy's fine, but Italy's just like any other place. Like, I don't really get the magic, personally.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: Oh? Wow. Italians are going to co- come for you, bro.
0: No, th- no they're not. You, you're, they're going to come for you after your Granita comment.
2: <laughs> uh, also, have you heard of the mafia? Like, I don't know if you want to fuck with
1: that.
0: <laughs> we're not worried about the Mafia. We're worried about the Italian Board of Tourism because we, we're trying to get flown out. there, are all expenses paid next summer.
1: Well, I love that. I'm not worried about the Mafia, I but I just don't, you know, I just find it it's fine. I just don't get the, the, I like Milan a lot. It's like a real city to be in. I really like it.
2: Oh, girl, don't do all that. Milan. <laughs> That's true.
1: It's true. It's oh, true. God. I don't need to go. I don't need to watch like people eat pizza on a rocky beach. I'm just all set. I'm all set. That's just me.
2: That is a, that is a big part of Italy is eating pizza on a rocky beach. For
1: sure. That's what I'm saying. Catch, catch me, catch me somewhere else. I'll be at the Four Seasons in Hawaii or some shit. I'm all good. Like I'm all
0: good. Orville, as a as a recovering last question, as a recovering SIG smoker, when you're in Italy, is it is it tough to resist? Do you, mm. do you do a couple cheeky puffs while you're over there? We don't have to tell anyone. Uh,
2: no cheeky cheeky puffs um (laughs) as you know i'm a maximalist in my in my my mouth um (laughs) that's
0: the album title (laughs) mouth maximalist that's good
2: i'm kind of like i don't think i'm capable of just like a cheeky puff i'm i'm like you know i'm I'm either not smoking or i'm smoking like two packs a day kind of person Mm -hmm. um so no cheeky puffs i'm very proud of myself though it's been uh good for you yeah, and I went all of Italy. No, 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 cigs, which is really uh, impressive for me.
0: Just the chewing tobacco only. That's really. But nice. But you know
2: what's crazy? I'm going to tell you a little secret that I haven't told anybody. Really, um, I got hypnotized.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, I did the I did the the nicotine hypnosis thing. A lot of a lot of people say it works. Well, listen, I don't know if it's placebo or whatever the fuck it is, but I don't know. It was enough for me that I. I sometimes still get cravings. Like I'll, you know, I'll be at like a bar and I'm maybe had a few drinks and someone's outside smoking with me and I'm
3: mm-hmm.
2: I'm looking at the cigarette thinking like, ooh, that does look nice. But then two seconds go by and I forget about it. Like I just don't. Wonderful. I don't want to do. That's it.
0: when you grab the the, the mini pop tart in your back pocket just to hold you over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Orville. Well, thank you for doing the show. Yeah. It was great talking to you. Uh, we we hope you had a lot of fun.
2: Wait, were you recording all that?
1: That's that's right. <laughs> that's how podcasting works. Do uh, not
2: Just kidding. No, that's <laughs> great. Thank you. Thank um, you, Orville. And w- thanks for having me. Uh, I hope to see you guys at another like very niche gay function like I saw you at.
0: No
1: problem. Our- no <laughs> problem. Dude. Shout out to Thomas Finland. And um yeah. the, the rodeo is in LA at the Greek theater on what day?
2: November 2nd.
1: November 2nd. All right. November 2nd uh, at the Greek Theater, uh, the rodeo, and the albums in stores. And uh, a quick shout out to our mutual friend, Austin Peters, as well.
2: Oh, we just saw him last time.
1: I know. We go way back. We love you, um, Austin. He's great. A true legend. A true legend. Um, I love Austin. We will talk to you soon, Orville. Thanks so much, bro. All right.
2: I'll talk to you
0: later. Ciao, Orville. Grazie. Ciao. Grazie
2: mille.